Welcome to today's episode of Retail Initiative. I was gone for a few weeks and want to apologize. I, I, I'm going to explain it to you. Uh, I'm going to cue the theme. And then when I come back, I will dive into one, why have I been gone for a few weeks? Uh, and then uh, I want to get into the, today's episode. Uh, I want to share with you uh, the skills that I think are going to be needed as a retailer uh, to succeed online in 2021. And I don't think it's all the things that you might think I'm going to say. Maybe it is. Who knows? Uh, so let's get the theme going and then we'll go from there. The rules of retail are changing. One by one, corporate retailers are closing their doors and some call it the death of retail. But those rules never apply to independent retailers like us. We're writing our own rules. We're here to answer the questions about how to grow your business, stay competitive, and still have a life. I'm Josh Orr, and this is the Retail Initiative Podcast. All right. So like a lot of people on Thanksgiving, I came into contact with someone uh, who had COVID-19. Uh, and a few days later, my wife tested positive and so did I. And, you know, so for the last few weeks, I have been a little bit out of commission. Uh, so, you know, to be honest and just being transparent, this is a, a weird season for me. Because on, on one hand, I, I do believe that we need to be cautious. And I want to tell you, like, stay home, wear a mask. And I, I believe those things. I, I truly do. Um, but working with independent retailers, I know how much this stuff is affecting you. And I'm cheering for you. And I want your good. And so, you know, I think a lot of you are probably in this boat with me of uh, we want people to be safe and we want uh, people to have a mindset of things that will reduce the amount of people being uh, affected by the virus. But at the same time, we also want small businesses uh, and businesses of all size, but particularly small ones from restaurants to retailers uh, to do well. So I think that's just the tension that we have to live in. Um, but if you follow me on Instagram and you saw that when I posted that this had happened, uh, I am doing a lot better and I, I appreciate the messages and all of that, um, that I got. I will say the one weird thing is, uh, my taste, I lost my taste and my taste came back, uh, but it didn't come back normal. Like I, um, everything kind of has this weird, like dough taste, like think like biscuit dough. Um, not everything, but a lot of things. So anything like bread or wine. Yeah, I hate wine now, which is awful. Um, but it's probably better with the holidays to ha have to behave a little bit. Um, so that's been weird that I don't love a lot of foods that I loved. I'm, I am praying that my taste comes back fully soon. Um, but again, I appreciate the messages. Um, so what I want to talk about today is 2021. Uh, you know, I want to do a look back at 2020, um, but I think, you know, we, we have to look ahead. We have to look to what's coming and what skills are going to be needed in order to succeed online in 2021. Um, I can't predict the future. I can't predict like exactly what trends are going to happen in 2021, what it's going to look like. Um, but what I do know is that e-commerce is going to be a part of retail um, now and in for the indefinite future. And by indefinite, I really mean like years and years and years and years to come. Um, and I guess the reason why I'm not saying forever is I just don't know what it's going to look like in 200 years. But as long as you and I are in retail, uh, e-commerce is going to be a thing. I think any um, degree of like transition to online retail being big, uh, just move forward like 10 years. And I think you know this. Um, so let's talk through like what 
hard skills? Like what things do you actually need to have if you're going to succeed online? Uh, And the first, and this is the biggest one, really is a mindset thing. It's the way that you're approaching e-commerce. If it is purely a like little bitty side thing, uh, you're not putting a team together, you're not working to actually design an awesome online experience for your customer, um, but instead you are, um, you know, just like put up this little site on the side or whatever, uh, you haven't hired any anybody, you haven't put a lot of work into it, it's going to be hard. And I think that a lot of that comes back to mindset of, um, are you building out another location? Or are you just trying to make some extra money? And it really needs to be another location. We need to see e-commerce as a full other channel that people, new people will engage your brand. Uh, it does not need to be a secondary experience or um, a lower grade experience. And if I visited your store, uh, we want it to be just as good. And you know there are tactical ways to do that. Um, But before we can cover the tactics, there has to be uh, a better mindset about it. And I think that it comes back to the owner seeing e-commerce in the place where it needs to, which is a channel which new people will engage you. It's not just going to be your your in-store customers. Um, So that is kind of the, the big thing. Uh, then there's tactically, what are the, the differences between those that are going to do well and those that aren't? Um, number one, I think it's going to be people who really understand who their customer is, <coughs> excuse me, who their customer is um, and how how they are living right now. Uh, and I know that's kind of like a touchy-feely thing to say, but we really need to be very in tune with who our person is uh, and what goals they have, what things they're struggling with. And how do we speak to their goals? Uh, If you have a mom who uh, right now is just struggling to have a sense of identity uh, as she has moved from, you know, being who she was in college and this identity that she had to now being just a mom and a wife. Uh, And she wants to be true to herself and not fall into just being a mom and a wife. Um, but she wants to be who she was made to be. Uh, and your brand can speak to that in such an awesome way. Uh, we don't just have to think of their biggest goal as like looking for a dress that fits. Uh, they don't stay up at night thinking about that, you know, unless they're getting married or something. No one stays up at night thinking about finding clothes that fit. Uh, no, they stay up at night thinking about these deeper goals, these deeper aspirations and fears. And we have to understand what those are so we can speak to them. Uh, next, this one's big is we know, um, how to identify the things that are actually going to make an impact for our sales. Uh, it's not crazy. We get a lot of emails from people wanting these like small site tweaks, uh, of like, Hey, can this thing be bigger? And can we move this piece to this piece? Uh, and none of the things that they're asking for are actually what's going to impact their sales. Uh, it, it might make it look better. Uh, and believe me, I'm a huge fan of design and I think that design is important. But, uh, you know, when I look at their page and I see that they're not taking their own photos, uh, that their product descriptions are not good, that their navigation is is confusing. Uh, typically, the thing they're asking for is so small and is not going to impact sales. Whereas if they were to start taking their own photos and write better descriptions and 
uh, work to improve the, the online experience, you know, move away from vendor images as your main image on your site, which is awful. Uh, instead, you know, work to have your own, your own images. These are things that have a real impact. Uh, so knowing how to tell the difference between uh, what am I blaming for my site not doing well? What are the outside things that I'm blaming versus what things can I take ownership of that I can turn around? And, and improve on so my site can actually do well. Uh, and then the last one that I want to go, go over is you're quick to fail. Uh, you're, I think that the retailers that are doing well right now are those that are quick to implement something and let it fail. Um, because some of the time it's going to succeed. Some of the time it's going to do well. And I think that if you can allow yourself to fail, and fail in public, get on a Facebook Live and screw it up. Uh, that's okay because you know do five or six of those, and you're probably going to get pretty good at it. Uh, so allow yourself to make mistakes. That's okay. Um, but I think that uh, the more important than any of the tactics that I could teach you about e-commerce, and uh, over the next several episodes, I hope to continue to dive into some. Uh, it this is all going to come back to the way that you think about your site, the way that you think about what needs to change in order to succeed, uh, that it's not always um, these outside things. A lot of it can be our own strategy in the way that we're approaching it. Uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'd love if you sh uh, follow me at Retail Josh and shoot me a message saying that you uh, are listening. I, I love to connect. Uh, and if you don't subscribe to the podcast, please do. Um, and I will see you next week. Sorry for, again for the break, but I hope it does not happen again for a long time. So talk to you next thing, next time.